terrible. And we would wake up to the cops all the time. Like, light shining in our face. Wake up, wake mm -hmm. up. Bangs on the door. Yeah, back to our podcast hopefully you recognize both of our beautiful faces our hair is a little less fuzzy in this podcast so that's fun <laughs> yeah no, right. what curls popping today yeah <laughs> what you might not recognize is our new podcast name which is now officially we are the sibs because we are clearly the sibs yeah <laughs> sibs of the year baby i mean a little biased but we're very clever in our name creation <laughs> so actually our name, We Are The Sibs, comes from back in the day. Yeah, it's, back in the day. It's been around. We used to always make YouTube videos. We were those kids that made, just had fun making videos and just like showed off our creativity and created <laughs> content since, we're, since day one. <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today it's exciting because we actually have a sponsor for this podcast. Let's get it. Finally, huh? Yeah. That's what this podcasts are all about. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, our sponsor comes to us from Chimera Coffee. Okay. Uh, Chimera Coffee is the world's first brain vitamin infused coffee. They roast organically in small batches and offer a variety of roasts blended with powerful, vegan-friendly vegan. brain vitamins proven to boost cognitive functions. And no, we're not vegan, but <laughs> it's vegan. <laughs> yeah, so looking up some testimonials, people say the most important thing, because I do drink coffee and I love coffee, they sent this really cool coffee cup. And it's good for your brain, so that's why I really like it. Yeah, um, but people say that it doesn't have the crash that coffee usually likes to give people. Yeah, so. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> good plus. And yeah. uh, if you want to get purchase this coffee, uh, use the code JMANFIT, J-A-Y-M-A-N-F-I-T, all one word, to get 15% off. And don't ever say I didn't give you anything because it is Christmas time. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I know your your pockets are a little tight, but hey, fifteen percent off for that brain coffee it might do you good in the long run. So. All right, so today we're gonna start the podcast with a little bit of story time. Story time with we are the Sims. <laughs> hey, let's just tell them what happened two days ago while we were going to look at lights. Yes, Christmas lights, folks. Christmas lights is supposed to be a good time, right? But no, not this time. We'll have, okay, let's just, let's just you, you tell the story since you were driving. Okay, so every year, uh, it's basically a tradition now for me, my brother, my sister to go out with my dad and go see Christmas lights. We've been doing it for forever. So that's like the tradition, and we usually wait till around Christmas. Yeah, we always last till last minute. minute. It used to be we would go shopping on Christmas yeah. Eve with my dad because he did not like to plan ahead. But anyway, so two days ago we went to go see the Christmas lights out in Chino. There's a street where like the whole block kind of uh, syncs up their lights with Christmas music. It's pretty cool to see it. So mm, that's, that's what we're gonna cool. go see. Uh, we got hot chocolate. Uh, got some pizza. And we're 
heading to the lights, we turned into the neighborhood. And we see this guy. <laughs> and he's in the middle of the road. We're like, what the heck? He's picking something up. It looked like he was picking up a cigarette. But anyways. <laughs> so I'm not going to hit him. I'm driving. Okay, I have everyone in the car. It's yeah, a so packed you, car. <laughs> so you, 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 I assumed you slowed down. No, yeah. yeah yes, you were there. <laughs> so I kind of like veered to the right and slowed down to you know, because he was just walking in the middle of the street. I didn't know if he was going to keep crossing, so I was slowing down to a stop. I didn't quite get to a stop because this guy looks up at me with, like... Huge eyes. Like, the size like, of dinner plates, I swear. Yes. Like, all like, I could see was white. Like a zombie, like, looking for his first kill. He looked angry. And like, he looked like a zombie. Yeah, he looked angry, and he just starts charging at me. Not like those zombies that, like, are like this, but, like, those zombies from, like... World I War am Z. legend, and they're like World War Z. Yeah, like World the War fast Z. Ones. Like they coming after you. Mm-hmm. But keep going. You want me to keep? Okay. So he starts running at the car, and I I said out loud, I was like, nope. She's and like, I, I put, she, she really said, fuck it. No, I'm like, I really on know. The gas. I honestly said I said nope. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, nope. <laughs> And this dude, he freaking, he swung on the car, like... He had his like, fist out, like, he was running with his fist out, and just slammed into the side view mirror of the car. Yeah, like, Mike Tyson, like, like, full range trying to knock the car out, and he broke our damn window. Like, not the window. Not the window, the window. <laughs> the mirror. <laughs> he broke the side view mirror. Yeah, he broke He slammed the it into the window, and uh, I just drove off, because honestly, I think if we would have stayed, he would have kept, like, banging on the car and hitting yeah, the car. but... We called the cops. Got him. Hopefully, got his ass arrested. Ass breaking ass, mirrors head ass. Yeah, and Freaking, it was. You would never expect that to happen to you, and it, that shit was pretty crazy. I was pissed, <laughs> very pissed. Nothing like that's ever happened to me before. It was kind of the first time I experienced something like that. Yeah, me too. I'm honestly. pretty. Actually, maybe not. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty naive, and I think it's because. Like, I expect people to be good, and I think that's probably because I haven't really encountered bad people, and then when I do encounter bad people, I, like, it amazes me. <laughs> I, can, I never expect people to be bad. That's why I'm naive. I just expect people to be good, because I am good. <laughs> I got what it's do. Like, it, <laughs> shut up. I'm a good person, so yeah. I, I tend to expect people to be good people. More of the story, don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with that guy. Yeah. And what's weird is so many cars drove past, like after, because I drove down the road after it happened far enough away because I didn't know if he was going to be chasing us or not, and stopped the car, and so many cars pulled past after that. I'm like, what are the odds that, that happened, happened to us? us? Of course. <laughs> like, the, we were... Oh, it's so sad. We were singing Hallelujah by Pentatonix. Like, we were all belting it out, and then we just turned down the street, and that happened. And it just, like, it just put a whole, like, a dark cloud over the entire night. Uh, Oh, well, shit happens. We live to see another day. That's all that matters. So now. We got a good story out of it. Yeah, we got it. Zombies. Zombies are coming. We're at ground A town near you. Yeah, we're at ground zero for that. (laughs) We are going to talk about challenges <laughs> that we've had to overcome and that have helped us grow. grow. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to talk about, you want to go first? Or want me to go so first? the first challenge I ever had to overcome was pop my fat head out of my mom. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> our mom watches, our mom watches, our moms. <laughs> we have five moms. <laughs> our mom watches this. Your moms. No, you can nah, start. I'll start. Okay, so I'm just going to take you back to Mississippi. I hate Mississippi. 
people there, the people that I met, they're cool. But just Mississippi was not for me. The situation was bad. The very, people you met were cool, but the situation. Very bad. Okay, so I transfer. I went to Hawaii, too. I transferred from Hawaii to Mississippi to continue playing football. And I get to Mississippi, right? This is where I, this is when I should have known to not even come. All right, I'm on my way to Mississippi. Me and my mom were landing, right? And the plane, it just takes right back off. But that's not, that's not even the story. I get to Mississippi, and everything is going bad. Like, I'm having to change my major. I, I guess I don't have enough credits to that transfer over. So I get there. I get a new major. And then school starts, season starts. And our first game, we play the number one team in the nation for D1AA, and it's North Dakota, the Bison. And I studied film night after night over and over like this game meant a lot to me this season meant a lot to me and I worked my ass off for this game and I worked my ass off for this season and in the off season how much I really wanted this game like it meant a lot to me but anyways as the months go by we're training like a month or two before season training for a month or two then we get to season right like a couple of days before our first game, I get a call. They're like, "Jared, I'm sorry, but you're gonna be ineligible for the, for the whole year." And I'm like, "Coach, are you fucking kidding me right now?" I was pissed. I cussed at the coach. It wasn't the head coach, so it don't really matter. But I was pissed, and I was like, "How are you guys gonna tell me this two days before the first game?" And I was like, "Why am I ineligible?" So I went over there. And I talked to, I don't even remember who I talked to. And they they told me why I was going to be ineligible. And they said, you don't have enough credits. You didn't have enough credits transfer over to the major you're in. Just like how it was at the very beginning when we, when we figured everything out in the beginning. Obviously, it didn't get figured out, which is bullshit in my opinion. And Honestly, I was, though. And I was very pissed off about that. I've had bad experiences <laughs> with um, academic advisors yeah. and just like, You'd be surprised the people they have working. Yes, but anyways, I was very upset. Called my mom. Low-key cried because I was so pissed. You have to say low-key. It's fine. It's something you're passionate about. (laughs) I was very passionate about it. I was like, I was already not happy where I was at. And then the one thing I was there for really besides education was football. And just, it hurt. I was pissed. Like, that's why I was upset. Mm -hmm. But then... I took initiative. I was like, there's no way I'm not fucking playing in this game. I'm going to do something about it. Anyways, I as soon as I find out, I go to like the head person of the university. I'm like, what can I do to become eligible? And they told me if I switch my major from where it was at to communications that I might be eligible. So... I Might, not even for yeah, sure. not even for sure. There's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> so what I did was I went to the communications building looking all over for the head of the communications building, and his I found him. Um, this guy, he he's probably one of the most amazing people I've met there. He literally, he helped me out as best as he can. He changed my major. He transferred all my credits over, and that day... Or that night is when my team left, and I was still waiting. I, I had to wait till the next day to find out if everything went through and all of that. So 
I'm waiting and waiting. <clears throat> I changed my major from, I don't even remember what I was in the first place. It was like a weird sports thing. I changed it to communi- communi- communication. <laughs> I changed See how it to, much you learned? Yeah, <laughs> I changed it to communication. <laughs> he got his edumacation. Communi- I don't know how you said it. Communication. <laughs> that's, that's actually, I think, that's, that's a skill to say it that way. I don't know how you said communication. that. Communication. <laughs> oh, communication. Yeah, but then... I was waiting and waiting, and then the next day I was waiting and waiting, and then like at two or three o'clock, I think this is on. Is this the day of the game? I want to say, I want to say it's the day before. I think it's the day before, but yeah, it's the day before. But uh, I go. He said he basically deems that I'm eligible for. I can I can play, but my team is already on the plane to to North Dakota. And I'm just like, fuck, how am I even going to get to the airport? The airport's two hours away from my school. Because they're in the middle of nowhere. Middle there. of nowhere. <laughs> literally buttfuck Egypt. That's literally where we were. The closest thing was like a movie theater. It was like 45 minutes away. Yeah. Gas station. Was, that's all we had in our town. And so I, I text one of my teammates. I'm texting all of them like, how can I get to the airport? I don't have a car. I'm stranded out there. And one of my one of my teammates, his name was Farron. Shout out you, Farron. He let me borrow his Mustang. I don't even know why he let me. Yeah, nice as <laughs> with. <laughs> but oh, I got another important part. I freaking I bought my own flight. They wouldn't even buy the flight because basically, since they already ordered the right amount of tickets, they're not gonna buy another one. So I buy my own flight, and my my plane leaves at four p.m. The guy, he tells me I'm eligible at like 1, 1.30. So you bought the plane ticket before you found out you were eligible. Yes. That's important part. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, my friend's like, yeah, just go to the locker room. My keys are in the locker room. I go to the locker room. Of course, the locker room's fucking locked. Why would it not be, you know? <laughs> so now, next thing I do is, what do I go? what do I do next? I look for who's in charge of the locker room, I try to find, like, a janitor. He's like, oh, I know somebody who has a key. So I go to, like, the basketball department, and I don't know why one of the basketball guys, like, the head guy's there, Probably he coach. had the key. Yeah, yeah. it might have been the coach. I don't, I don't even remember, honestly. <laughs> and he opened it up, and I was like, I got to go. Like, can we go fast, please? And he opened it up. I got the keys, ran to my car, drove all the way to the airport, and it was, like, 3.50. I parked. Through 55, I try to check in, and they're like, oh, sorry, you can't check in anymore. The flight's about to take off. And the doors are closed. I was so hurt. I drove two hours, five minutes late, and they would not let me on. So, and I was pissed. I was like, there's no way you can let me on. And they're like, no, we're, we're so sorry. I was like, I just drove two hours, and all I did so much to do this. And they're like, we're so sorry. So I literally went to every single airline. I was like, do you guys have a flight to this place? And keep in mind, another thing, that's when all the hurricanes were happening during Texas. In Texas, mm, remember that? Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't. Sorry. Sorry we don't have any flights because all the flights are canceled yeah. to North Dakota. And I was hella hurt. I called my family. And then I called my uncle Craig to see if he could do anything about it. And they just couldn't do anything about it. And I was just waiting and waiting there. I was like, damn, I don't know what to do. I didn't want to leave the damn airport at this point. I'm like, 
fuck. You're so close. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so close. And then I said, F A, I'm going to go get food. And I drove back home. I was exhausted. Like the drive is so dark. Like it's so lonely on one road all the way, all the way home. And I, like, I was exhausted. I get home. I probably ended up getting home at like, I want to say like 10 or 11. At night? Mm-hmm. But I get home, I call my mom and dad, I'm like, what do I even do? Uh, there's nothing I can do at this point. Like, shit. So I go take a shower, about to go to bed, hella depressed, hella upset. And I'm like, fuck it. I look at my phone, and a fucking flight opens up at 5 in the fucking morning to the place where I want to go. And I'm just like, in a rut. I'm like, I was dead ass tired, like I barely opened my eyes. And I was like, what should I do? I asked for advice got advice, got pros and cons, and I just said, fuck it. I texted, I messaged this girl. Keep in mind, it's the first game, so I don't really know a lot of people here. <laughs> I messaged this girl. I think she's from around here. Her name's Taylor. I was like, can you, I was like, are you up right now? I just took a chance. She messaged me. She got that you up text. <laughs> <laughs> she got that you up text. <laughs> like, and I was like, could you do me a huge favor and take me to the airport? I have a flight at five o'clock. And at that point, it's like two. And she drives me, her and my other friend, Corey, they drive me all the way to the airport. I paid real him, I paid him $50, though. That's yeah, still a yeah, real, real one. And I get on the flight, and there's a layover, obviously. So I take that to another place, and then I go from there to the game. And... I get on the first flight, freaking so exhausted. I feel like I have to throw up. That's how tired I am. Like, I'm starving. I have to throw up. And I get on the second flight. I meet this cool guy. We end up connecting a little bit later. Like, we talk, like, on Instagram and stuff. And I get, I land. I call a lift. And the guy, his last name's Emmanuel. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, no, there's no fucking way. It's meant to be. Yeah, it's meant to be. So weird. And then I, I call a lift there. And I get to the game. I'm like, hey, I'm on the team. And they let me in. And this stadium is nice as fuck. It's probably the nicest stadium I've ever been in. And I get there, and the, the coaches are like, they were like, oh, nice to see you. I was like, oh, if you, you fucking would have known the shit I've gone through to, to just get a, oh, nice to see I you. I know. If I was a coach and I saw something, I'm like, <laughs> how did you get here yeah, oh my god um, he probably would have booed me to tears <laughs> but i got there and it was probably one of the best experiences of my life like literally from like almost like me to georgia i can like if georgia was talking to me i couldn't even hear you like the stadium like everybody was on top of us <laughs> it was lit as fuck and i was so tired like at halftime i was like oh, i could have fell asleep <laughs> i was dead ass tired but I ended up playing. I made some good plays. And the experience was truly amazing. And what I learned, that's what it is, the whole thing, right? Yes. <laughs> what I learned Five from hours that. Hours later. <laughs> Ten hours later. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably over this. They're probably, still they're talking. probably fucking skipped. <laughs> but uh, I ended up, what I learned from this is that. You can do anything you set your mind to. You truly can do anything you set your mind to, besides maybe like fly. I don't don't recommend jumping off a cliff. But you can do anything you set your mind to, and it really showed me the type of person I am, and that 
was a huge moment in my life and I'll never forget that moment so I always believe that there's a way never give up on anything because I never expected that flight to open up and I just gave it a chance I kept trying and kept at it and kept going and the universe saw I wanted it and they, they put it in my hands to do what I wanted with it and I Take like, advantage of it. This guy is not gonna stop. Let's just give him what he wants. <laughs> just fucking give it to him. God is like, fucking son, you're never gonna learn. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, yeah, you got in and played. Yeah. On TV, you. first time on TV too. Oh my god, Nashville. you should have seen the house back home. We were screaming. We got our asses whooped though. But yeah, yeah, but he was on TV, ESPN. Hey. I think Dad watched it at Buffalo Wild Wings. You said that he was like begging, or not begging, bugging the guy to. He probably was begging too. Oh, was. <laughs> to put it on at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And we were watching it at Ginger's house, and I was like filming everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've never. Oh my gosh! Like I can't even believe I played. I was like, I can't believe so it. Exhausted. I didn't know even know any of that until after. So tired. So that's, I mean, pushed, you pushed hard. Yes. Everything that you could do. Yeah. But yeah, so don't ever give up. That's literally it. Don't ever give up because there's always a way. Like if, say, somebody in your family has cancer, there's always a way to beat it. There's, don't ever pull the plug because there's always a way. Always. I know. Like there's literally always a way. It's really crazy. It's just the power of like your mind. And it's... Like you can change shit. Like, your mind is connected, well, I believe your mind is, like, connected to the universe, and, like, if you really put that fucking work in and you really want it, you can really get that shit But just, like, like, now, like, if you control your stress or you control your anxiety, you find a way to control it, it's going to benefit you further down the road because whatever power you give it, you know, stress kills you. Yeah. Anxiety kills you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you need to, like, control it. And that all starts up here. It's yeah. your mindset. Like, it, it controls everything. Facts. It controls where you get in life. Every Where you're at in life is because of your mindset. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That leads me into my challenge. Right, Not as sure. long as yours. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I probably skipped over it. <laughs> it's not that important to them. <laughs> where are those time numbers on? Let me click right there. <laughs> Jared finally shuts up. Oh, okay. Let me click that one. Um, everything, like, all my challenges, I feel like... The majority of my challenges have all majority? been... The ma- majority? Majority. <laughs> Side note, when I was younger, I used to think people said majority. <laughs> like, ma and then jordy. I was like, what? What does that mean? Right. Majority of my challenges that I face, I feel like, have been because of my my lack of self-confidence in my own head. Mm. Like, I hold myself back so much. Like, I... I, I bet you a lot of people are like that, though. You're not the only one. I hope not. Sure. I feel like I'm crazy. You're probably going to connect with a lot of God. people right now. <laughs> because I, I'm i an overthinker, textbook. I'm sure a lot of people like to say that, oh, I think too much. But I literally, I overthink everything. And it's my biggest downfall because I scare myself into not doing things. Things I am good at. Mm-hmm. And I trick myself into thinking I'm not good at them. Yeah. I, played okay. I played softball since I was four years old. And I convinced myself not to play in college. I had that experience too with football. And you know what happened? I regretted it. (laughs) (laughs) Three years after when I got a little more mature and a little more self-confidence, I regretted not doing it. Um, Because I just, I honestly, I made excuses, tricked myself into thinking, no, you're not good enough. Because that's what I kept repeating in my head. And it ended up becoming true in your head and you started believing that. And then you just 
definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, the lamest thing, but the best thing, Dad used to say, mind is like a garden. You have to feed it positive thoughts. If you feed it negative thoughts, it's going to die. And so true. <laughs> I even tell, like, my own students that sometimes. <laughs> my own players, I've told that too. But it's so true because I don't know why. I think you were a negative kid too when you were growing up. Very. We were so always, negative yeah. we're, about <laughs> ourselves. Like, not even negative to other people. Just, like, I can't do this. Yeah, I'm like, not, good, not enough. good enough. <laughs> I don't but know. But we always, like, performed, I feel I know. like. And we're just so negative too. But, I, yeah, like, you know when you go into job interviews and they ask what's your weakness? Yeah. I actually am a perfectionist, like to the, to a I fault. Where it's bad. I know, because like you beat yourself up. Literally, you could put out something that's perfect, but not to you. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Either I took too long. I could have put more effort into it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Or like, if you even edit some of my stuff, I'm like, nope. And it's like good to you. I'm just like, nope. It's not good yeah. to me. It just sucks. And it, God, it's so it's just eats you up yeah and so can't frustrating. be perfect in this world like i know but you can try it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so perfectionist would say. i know that's the bad thing because like deep down i know like nothing's ever perfect like, you know what everyone says oh you can, can't be perfect or nothing's ever perfect as long as you tried like you know those things yeah but even though you know them but you know still in your own mind oh but i could do this but i can do that or i should do this or i should do that and that's like overthinking like yeah being over analytical, being over judgmental, oh. things like that, and that's basically what led me not to, I think, play softball right out of college. And also, I think another part of perfectionism is like you think everyone's paying attention to you. Really, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares where you went to school. No one cares what you graduated with. No one cares what you majored in. No one. Some people care what you're doing now. Yeah. Usually people just ask to be nice, though. Yeah, that's true. Or just to wait till you answer so they can tell you what they they're do. doing now. <laughs> Brag about themselves. Yeah, but, like, after I, I mean, even, like, when I started coaching in the travel ball circuit, I was embarrassed to tell people that I didn't go to, like, a, a university and play. <laughs> I, was, I was embarrassed. I'm like, why? I'm yeah. a good coach. It is embarrassing. I know, I, know, I know where you're coming from. It's stupid, though. Like, if you think about it, you know it's stupid. But you still feel that way. So then you feel stupid for feeling that way. And you also feel embarrassed at the same time. Yeah. So like you're just It's because you're a perfectionist and like you wanna be at the you wanna twice. be at the top. The top is the most perfect you can be, which is like playing at a un good university. Yeah. And then when you can't Yeah do that. Especially when you know deep down you could have. Yeah. And it's your true. own fault that you didn't. <laughs> well, at least you <laughs> yeah. made it, you got to go to D one. We played against D ones. Anyway, <laughs> so I out of high school I went to Norco. If you know him, yeah, you Norco know me. Yeah, we went to Norco. Right now, Norco's Apple is like the number one in the nation. I won a ring when I was in high school. We were playing all the kids from that went to D1s. Uh, girls you'd see playing on TV at yeah. D1s. Beach. Played with girls that play on TV. Yeah. So I was already playing with girls that were good. Yeah. I was playing against girls that were good. D1 pitchers, hitting, you know, getting hits off them, doing well, yeah. holding yeah, my she's own. A beast. Appreciate it. <laughs> I won't believe you, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Look, I just rolled my eyes. Like, I can't take a compliment. But in my own mind, I made, like, okay, but I'm not as good as this person. Comparing myself to other people, I didn't can't, can't hit the ball as far as this person, whatever it was. That's what people do all the time. Like, not Comparing. even with softball. They always compare themselves to other people. Yeah. Just, in your just, own life, 
your houses, it makes your cars. you insecure. Definitely, definitely. That's, that's what I've learned for sure. And I mean, luckily, I've kind of gotten away from that, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, it's good. <laughs> but how back though? then, how'd you get away? How'd you get away? I think from? honestly, it's just maturing, maturing, getting older, understanding or what? Yeah, being more confident in myself, and that came with growing up, like experience. Yeah, experience graduating because i went to college but didn't play i got offers from schools nope it turned them down went and visited schools met with coaches stayed with softball teams like in their dorms mm-hmm. and everything did the whole visits and everything didn't go to school to play softball stayed at home went to uc riverside graduated early and the only reason why i graduated early i got lucky because i was in honors classes so i got classes easy but I wanted to play softball. Like, <laughs> I would go for the longest time. I was I would avoid watching softball on TV because it made me feel like crap about myself. Like, okay, look at what these girls are doing, but I didn't do any of that. <laughs> and then um, I would avoid because the school I went to had a softball team. They played. I, go, I would kind of pass by. I'd see it, but I would avoid going there if I saw anybody like practicing or playing. But eventually, I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go watch and see what this is all about and see if I could have hung, you know, Yeah. <laughs> even though I should have known already what I could have. So I did. And I watched it and I started missing it really bad. I started missing it so much. I'm in that stage right now. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be forever. I yeah. told him he needs a coach, but he's like, I'm not going to get it. No, I'm not. It's coaching is such a rewarding feeling, but I'm a different type of person than you. <laughs> um, so eventually I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try out for this. I went to UC Riverside. Um, and I'm going to try out for the school. Like, I'm going to get back in shape and I'm going to try out. So well, my dad and I, dad, my dad and I, um, <laughs> we worked out for like a year and a half, like every day, taking grounders, hitting, throwing, cause my arm was jacked up. <laughs> I talked about this last podcast. Like I could not throw a ball and my arm hurt so bad. Um, so we worked out every single day to get back into shape I remember that. for open tryouts. I was ready. I was so nervous, but I was excited. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna kill it. And the, one of the coaches, the pitching coach, she tried recruiting me when I was first getting out of high school. And I, I don't think she remembered me, though. But she tried recruiting me to the college she was at. So I was like, come on, remember me, please. <laughs> so I tried out. There were only four girls there, me and three other girls. The first tryout got canceled because it was raining in Southern California. It got canceled. I was like, okay, whatever go to the next one i was like crying i was like it's all ruined like it's not gonna work this is a sign like i shouldn't have done this that happened to me in hawaii <laughs> is it rain no hear the, the dogs the, the, the tryout <laughs> they weren't even looking for my position and oh i haven't talked about the tryout. don't give away my ending no i'm saying they're looking for for my position and they weren't even looking for my position so i was just wasted my time and they oh yeah and it didn't end up working out well, I had hoped so. I thought, you know, they had open tryouts for a reason. Maybe they'll see, like, I'm going to bring something to the team. They didn't know me as a player, but, like, you know, I'm a good leader. I have a good head on my shoulders, and I'm a good teammate. And if worse comes to worse, I'll put a fire under the the girl's butt that I'm fighting for a position against, and maybe she'll do better. I have a fun story about that, too, because we met again recently. Mm. The girl that played first. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, yeah. um, so... When we actually had the tryout, four girls were there, and no offense to anybody that tried out. I don't even know their names, but, like... <laughs> They're probably watching. They weren't... They shouldn't have been trying out. Like, it good. was, like, rec ball type of girls. 
And I'm like, did you guys even try? Like, have you come and watch? I don't have to be a jerk, but like, did you work? I've been working hard for this, like a year and a half. And like, you guys, have you been preparing for this at all? Like, what have you been doing? Yeah. And um, so really, I, I felt like I stood out because I'm not trying to be a jerk. Like I said, I feel really mean for saying this, but like oh, they well. <laughs> they weren't really up to par. Really, I feel yeah. like they were, well, clearly. They were good enough to play yeah level. yes well clearly i wasn't either <laughs> <laughs> um because i they said that i'd hear back from an oh no let me back up the coach didn't even say for the whole trout oh, yeah, she too. showed up and then left and i was like okay that's cool <laughs> what am i even doing this for <laughs> why am i even trying right now <laughs> why am i hustling like i should just walk off right now because clearly she's not interested yeah um and then they said like we'd hear back in a week or so I didn't hear anything for like two or three weeks so i emailed the coach and i was like well like what happened like am i in like should i make the team what are you snubbing me like what's going on and she's like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i sent the email to the wrong email address i know yeah okay basically like you didn't make the team but if you want to be a player coach you can be a player coach i was like that's just embarrassing that's a slap to my face i'm gonna have to be a player coach and not to be gonna be on the team like come on so i was like no thank you for the offer but i'm just gonna pass then i reached out to coach jose he was the coach coach, he's a coach for um rcc he left when i got there he's coaching there again now i'm mad i always give him crap about that but i reached out and i was like look i really want to play softball again like what's up because he tried recruiting me so i was like maybe i can go there and play because i just want to play I still had hopes and dreams that maybe I could transfer. And so for some reason, I'd get my four years of playtime in, even though my eligibility was up. So I messaged him. He's like, yeah, I'll put in a word, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up playing at RCC um, and dual enrolling. Didn't you get like MVP or something? I got I yeah, a few thing. different accolades from my two years there, which I'm happy about. Like I went sure, in and I got a... Newspaper, she's like... Oh, yeah. I got a that. newspaper article written about me. Yeah. She bawled. <laughs> Yeah, I was happy too. So I was like, okay, you know, I still have it. At least you ended on a good note. Yeah, I went in, got a starting position, started hitting at seven. Like they put me at batting seventh, hmm. and I moved up to lead off. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a lead off hey. batter, but okay, I guess I'll lead off. <laughs> but um, so it ended up good. But the funny thing is, Coach Jose, guess where he moved to to coach after once I got to UCR. He went to UCR. I was like, Coach Jose, what the heck? <laughs> But yeah, so I dual enrolled at UCR and RCC, graduated early from UCR, took two years at RCC and just kind of took fun classes, like art classes. Mm. Then when I started, like maybe coach can get me and like maybe she can pull some strings or something or I, there's like a clause somewhere where I can transfer to a four year and play two more years at a bigger like school. Mm. No, I took a math class. I'm like, maybe I can, maybe I'll be able to transfer. I need a math class. I took a math class for no reason. <laughs> I know. So what did you learn from everything? Oh, man. Okay, well, it all stemmed from being afraid to do something. And then a lot of what I learned comes from, like, regret. Regret because I could so have done something earlier. Because so you're so scared. I wish fear. I, mm-hmm. You're scared and you didn't end up doing it. And then it ended up kind of being too late. And I, then you ended up regretting not doing it. Yeah. So well, that, cause like, that, that's what I was going to talk about is that fear is what stops everybody from doing things that they want to do and like becoming great or becoming rich or becoming successful is 
fear is what holds them back from like they care so much what other people think or fear even of in failure. Their head, fear of failure. That was my biggest and one. And instead of just taking that jump and trying it, they don't do it and then they regret it. Yeah. So, well, I was gonna say like I would like to say I learned something. I learned what I'm supposed to do, but unfortunately, like I still I still make the same mistake on things. I have more confidence now, so I'm willing to take more risks and put myself out there more. Like I'm a teacher now, and when I first started teaching, I was so scared, and it held me back. Like yeah, because I was like, oh, I don't think I can do that. What if the kids ask me a question I don't know the answer to? And then now I'm like, like I don't know. Like let me look it up for you. I'm not, I I have answers, but not relaxed. all the answers. Yeah. See, see, that's what you're supposed to do. You get over the like fear is just well. It's just like literally, it's just a word. And it's just a feeling you're getting. And once you step over, you're, you feel fear because, like, you're not confident. Well, another thing is... Or you, you don't believe in yourself and what you're going to do. You build something up in your mind. At least this is what I do. Like, I make things a million times worse in my mind. And I build it up so much that it becomes this enormous obstacle or this enormous thing that I don't feel... Yeah, you don't feel confident that you can do. I, I was just like, like, I don't even feel, like, worthy of doing it. Like, I've built this... Like, there are... like teachers out there who are so bad that don't care i don't put effort That's in true. when i start coaching teachers f you <laughs> waste of time no, coaching too like i'm like okay there are much better coaches out there than me like they know more they've been coaching longer but i mean once you do it and once you put your foot in there like you tap, dip your toe in you're like okay no this is not as bad yeah. as i made it out to be in my head i know how to do this yeah it's okay if you have the skills and you've done it for so long just trust yourself exactly. it's so hard because i, I you do compare this yourself to somebody else and then you think they're better than you and it makes you lose confidence in yourself and then that causes you to have fear and once you have that fear you don't want to do it so you just back so, away from it and yeah, you never and then you regret experience it. And something then it's new. too late when you once you like fuck it, I'm gonna try it now. It's too late at that point. So if you feel fear, that means that's a, that's a good thing in my well, well from fear, what I've seen. But like, doing something you scare, uh, so doing something that scares you helps you grow. Exactly, it helps you grow as a yeah. person. So you have to do things that scare you. If you are only doing what you're comfortable you're with, you're never gonna grow. You're never moving anywhere in life. So if it scares you and you feel uncomfortable with the situation. That's a good situation to put yourself in. I have a funny little... Because that's how you grow. So say you feel fear in your heart. Instead of running away from it, try your best to look it in the face. Lil Wayne, what's that Lil Wayne lyric? Look, looked in the face of death and took his mask, mask off. off. <laughs> yeah, look in the face of fear, take his mask off, and just say, fuck you, and then do it. And you may, you never know, you, you, it could change your life as soon as that happens. Um, a little funny thing about that. It's like knowing myself, I took an entomology class in college, which is about bugs. So at the end, they brought in all these different bugs and you could hold them, like different types oh, of insects. Yeah. I'm not holding no tarantula. They, well, thanks for giving me my story. Oh, they brought out a tarantula <laughs> oh. and I was like, oh, I hate spiders. I think I really hate spiders, mostly black widows. Like I could have night terrors about black widows, but I was like, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret doing it. And I can't tell anyone I've ever held a tarantula. And I was like, screw it, I'm just going to do it. So they put the tarantula on my See, hand. I, I, don't I, was like, ever have, I don't ever aspire to hold a spider, so <laughs> that fear, I'm completely okay with just swallowing that fear. Uh, yeah. Oh, but so was... the last challenge that we're going to talk about that both Jared and I had to overcome had to do with a living situation that we went through. Terrible. And um, when I was in high school, he, I think you were a freshman in high school, a senior. 
We were living in a very, very nice house right across the street from Roosevelt High School nice in Eastvale. At one point, it was like worth a million dollars. Dad likes to say that. <laughs> but the economy was going downhill. Yep. And unfortunately, market crash. parents couldn't pay the bills anymore because it's, I mean, that expensive yeah, house. It's hard to make payments. Stuff. But, um, and the house got foreclosed on. So we lost our house. Yeah. And we, so we moved in with our grandma. Yeah. And then you can take it from there and explain our living situation at Grandma's house. <laughs> All right. So at Grandma's house, we uh, it's a very small house, and there's a lot of people living in there, and it was uh, <laughs> people that unsavory characters living there. We'll just yeah, say. not very good people that lived there. And me and my sister right here, we uh, slept in the dining room <laughs> across put, from the kitchen. Yeah, across from the kitchen, two little. Little freaking beds. They're this far apart. Yeah, we freaking watch Step Brothers every night. <laughs> Shamu every night. We like the we like the Shamu movie. They set yeah. Shamu free. Yeah, that is that Shamu free. But yeah, it was just terrible. And we would wake up to the cops all the time, like light shining in our face. Wake up, wake mm-hmm. up. They Bangs take, on the door. Yeah, they would take our stuff. And it, it was just a terrible situation. I talked about it in one of the podcasts, in the, like a little bit in the past. Like, yeah, because there's there was one time. I think it was after like senior, senior night or something. So I was like, or it could have just been because I was staying up late playing video games. Mm-hmm. And I was like sleeping till like twelve that day. And cops, I woke up hearing cops talking. They had they had grabbed my um, ID out of my wallet, mm-hmm. and they were trying to figure out who I was. And they thought I was drugged out because yeah. I was sleeping till noon. Yeah. I just pretended I was asleep because I was like, <laughs> the fucking I, cops are here. <laughs> I don't want to talk to cops right now. Like, I'm just gonna pretend I'm sleeping, and I, it was so scary. I'm like, I don't like, what did I do? Like, am yeah. I in trouble? But really, it wasn't anything. It was just the, the other people that had been living there yeah, at the time. Yeah, You know, like cops raided the house. Um, it's just really Probably scary. Like seven, eight cops deep. Yeah, no, like nothing guns, too big. You guns know, raised. guns pulled out. I'm like, no- like damn, we're like literally sleeping in the fucking dining room, yeah. and we're like, yeah, this I shit's mean, already bad. We're open to everything. We have a sliding glass door next to us. Yeah, the kitchen's right across, and then the living room. Like it, it's a very small house. Yeah, very so. small. But just learning from that situation, like well, I don't ever want to live in that situation ever again. I don't. I see where we're at now, and I'm just like, there's no way I would ever want to go back to that, and it really motivates me to like we lived in the lowest of the low i feel like and a lot of times i feel for people who never had have gotten like a taste of both yeah like what it what it's like to you know have money just to spend on whatever you want as opposed to having to buy food or you know are you gonna have lights on this month is you know electricity gonna be paid whatever it is is the rent gonna be paid like i'm gonna get kicked out on the streets knowing like people that have to go through that sometimes think that's that's all they know so they think that's what's going to be like yeah. for the rest of my life yeah but it, so don't be change. yeah yeah don't be afraid to aspire to something more it doesn't make you a bad person for not wanting to grow up where you came from or not wanting to live maybe how your parents lived or how your grandparents lived there's nothing wrong with that wanting to be more and make more for yourself and if you're scared like we've been saying if you're Fear is in the getting in the way. Fear is like living in the situation, or maybe even living in a like a very bad situation is way worse than the fear you're gonna experience in that moment of not doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it's really up to you. Like, 
push, push, push as much as you can. There's always a light at the end. Always don't, light at the end of the Even tunnel. in the darkest, like, don't ever... Give up. Mm-mm. For There's sure. always something good that can happen or come from it. Yeah. You'll get your chance. Yeah. So let's just end this with a game. A little challenge. Since we, <laughs> we, you know, get over this little challenge, what we learn from these challenges that we've encountered and how to help them overcome challenges. So you want to let them know the game, the little challenge yeah. that we're going to do right now? So the challenge that we are going to be doing right now, it's called Internet Slaying <laughs> Challenge. So Jared and I have come up with um, our A own list. respective lists of internet slang yep. that might be obscure. It might be obvious. I try to find really obscure things that I hoped he doesn't know. <laughs> so um, basically what we're going to do is we're going to tell each other the word. We have our words on our phone, and then the other person has to guess what it means, yeah. and then we tell them whether or not hey, it was right. And if you're listening right now, if you even stayed this long, you can play along too. And it, hey, if you if you know what it is, and yell it out. Yeah, yell it out. Maybe no one's hey, around. And hit the whip after if you get it right. <laughs> hey, you Do gotta we hit, have to whip. Gotta, if, yeah, we have to whip too. <laughs> okay. If we get it right. <laughs> so if you're listening, you got, you better be hitting that fucking whip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, you go first. Age before beauty. Okay, don't look at mine. Okay, so my first internet slang word that I found is meat space. Meat space? The only thing I can get from meat space is like a guy just chilling, like legs wide open. <laughs> he needs his meat. <laughs> they can't see you, but yeah. The space between your meat. <laughs> between your meat or between your legs? Oh, between your legs. <laughs> what is it? Um, I've never even heard that before. <laughs> Who the hell says meat space? Can you use it in a sentence? I'd like to know a little more before we get together in meat space. Uh, let's hang out. The physical world <laughs> as opposed right. to the virtual world. So, like, we're in meat space right now, but, like, the listeners who are listening uh, on the podcast or watching yeah. us on YouTube are yeah. in virtual space. All right. This one's going to be easy. <laughs> okay. BB. BB? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. If I pronounce how it's supposed to be said, baby. <laughs> I was like, wait. Or like baby girl. Like, hey, baby. Like, I can say like, say, like you're in a talking stage or no, something. Like, BB, like yeah. you don't want to call her baby yet, you just call her baby. BB. <laughs> hey, baby. You hit the whip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one was easy. easy. That was pretty easy. This one will be easy. Okay. Nom nom. Hungry. <laughs> Am I right? Kind of. Damn. I don't even want to know. I don't want to go. No, 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 no. It, it has to do with food. But it's um, used to express pleasure at yeah, eating. Yeah, oh. <laughs> You're like, nom, 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 nom. Uh, <laughs> you can get the whip for that one. I'll give it to you. Oh, my God. I tried to punch you in the whip forehead. I only got like nine days left. Oh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Oh, don't You're looking I didn't see it. I swear. I'm fire. blind. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> and something that's good. Yeah. Or like. Like bomb. Yeah, like a girl. Like, damn, she's. Or this food is fire. I was thinking about food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or the swift is fire. Yeah. All right, go. Okay. Woke. Now yeah. there might be more to this than you like originally think. So what does woke mean? Like you know what's going on. Like even like with politics. You're yeah, like, you're I was and not expecting to know the politics. <laughs> yeah, fucking woke. That's why. Someone who's woke and. Um, is hyper aware of current social they issues going on. and news and is generally like, politically damn, engaged. Yeah, she's totally woke. <laughs> All right. Spill the tea. Oh, tell me the gossip, girl. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. All right. 
Okay. Mine are easy for you. Um, hunty. Hunty? Yeah. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Hunty, don't look at me and my friends like oh, that. Oh, honey? Yeah. Like Cardi B, how Cardi B would say honey. Yeah, <laughs> but it's supposed to be like like a negative way. Like, honey, please. Are you serious, hunty? Yeah, it's like a negative condescending right. way to say it. This is pretty easy. Okay. Salty. <laughs> <laughs> when food Let's has a little too much one. salt on it. Okay, we can skip that Let's one. Let's skip thirsty, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the easiest one. All right. Throw in shade. Throw in shade. That's when you're kind of talking trash about somebody. Yeah, these are, probably, like, these are pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> these are all the words I use. That's okay, why. let me find a hard one. Okay. What is a neck beard? Well, I shave. So what I, does it mean, though, for internet can slang? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> no. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I can. I can make one up. Um, ew, that guy seems like such a neckbeard. Nasty. <laughs> the neckbeards are nasty. <laughs> what does it mean? Um, I've never heard. Nobody would say that. I must be a bigger <laughs> the nerd. People are listening to you like, what the fuck is that? I must be a bigger nerd than you because I've heard that as an insult. So it's it's associated with, um, so it's, yeah, it's associated with the neckbeards, but... It's um, a stereotype of overweight, unkempt internet users. Like, like the stereo. Have you seen the, the? I still don't know what it is. The South Park episode with the big guy. He's on the computer all the time. Uh, he has like the beard. Okay. It's like the like the fat like oh you know the fat ugly right. overweight guy fat overweight same thing all but right. with a neck beard. On fleek. Oh, your eyebrows on fleek. <laughs> they look good. They Lucky. write. They pop in. Yeah, that's right. All right. Um, weeb. Weeb. Who the weeb. hell says weeb? Hey, baby, I, hope somebody, weeb. I hope so. No, nobody listening is going to say weeb. Uh, people know what weeb is. I said it to my students weeb and they know what... Weeb and they don't fall down. Weeb will swabble and they don't What's fall weeb? down. You don't know what weeb is? How about weeaboo? <laughs> Peekaboo? No, I have no idea. Is it has something to do with anime? No. <laughs> Riley's a weeb? I don't know. Ah. It's a lesser version of a weeaboo. They watch anime. They might have a body <laughs> hey, shout pillow. Out your, shout out your anime watches. <laughs> they, they usually browse book. anime memes. All right. Tatiana. It's a, a thought. Bust down, Tatiana. <laughs> I want to see you bust down. Did you just say that so you can dance? Yeah, low key. It's just like a hoochie mama. Low key. The, tri- the god? The trickster god? Or like low L-O-W? Key. Like low key. Like kind of like under the low radar. Low key slash high key. Like under the radar, like you're trying to, t- you're saying it, like but it's supposed to, to be like, key. yeah, like yeah. under the radar yeah. or uh, high key, yeah, like obviously. Really <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, right. let's see. I'm going to kick your butt. More. I don't know, I'm getting mad. Okay. Okay. I can't even. Like, no. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You can whip on is. that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Bofa. <laughs> Both of these nuts. Bank of America. <laughs> you stupid. You need to pick better words next time. That was too easy. Uh, I need a challenge. Dang. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I need a challenge. So like now I feel like I won, but like really did I did I really win? This is so oh easy. My gosh. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for watching. Happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Thank you for sticking with us through this new name change. And remember, we are the Sibs now because we are the Sibs. Okay, so look for us. And until then, 